Toronto, within the traditional territory of the Mississauga people. Are we born? Toronto. I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. Best there is. Whatever you're feeling, take it to the altar, because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Not That Sorry. You find yourself here to be as fun, as fine, as black, and as Canadian as we are with zero apologies for it. So you're not that sorry about it. So I'm Jan, the one who... Really looked forward to this recording after the week I have had. Ah, beaming in to humor us is John. And, uh, oh, I, we get the beaming noises? Yeah. Yes! Don't know why that entertains me so much, but it does. Well, it's not just you, though. Other people are also very thoroughly entertained by that. I love it. Between the mythology of, like, John living in the coat rack to him beaming in from a mothership, like... The legend of John. Like, what is he? We don't know. <laughs> Some call him the space cowboy. We don't know. John would call himself the space cowboy. <laughs> and the other voice you hear, the one whose coattails we are both riding on, Antonia is here. Hello. What's up? Looking gorgeous in yellow. Yeah, it's my color or whatever. It's not a big <laughs> deal. Subtle brag. <laughs> Someone said to me today, they were like, yellow. And I was like, I know. And they're like, wow, that... Wow. <laughs> and I was like, yes, thank you so, so much for recognizing. Basically, you're Appreciate welcome. It. Yeah, I was like, I know, it's my, I know. I discovered this at a very young age. <laughs> no, it works. You and my niece are very similar complexions, and yellow is just amazing on her as well. Uh, so the world's completely bonkers. Manitoba teachers can't s- seem to stop saying the N-word. And uh, here's some joy instead. The men's national soccer team is trying to qualify for the World Cup for the first time in, I don't know, my lifetime, maybe. <laughs> Um, and Edmonton native Alfonso Davies got to play in front of his hometown, about 50,000 people in Commonwealth Stadium in the cold, and they beat Costa Rica 1-0. They continue to be the journey. Oh, to be undefeated. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, three points, which means we're almost guaranteed, all but guaranteed a uh, spot in the World Cup, but um, we still have a uh, tough um Kick that footy not uh, knowledge. Go, John. Wrap it up. No, I'm pretty knee deep into this one, so just knee deep. I'm very proud of you. Well, I mean, when it comes to you know Canada, I'll, I'm ready to go. I'm a casual observer. Right. Uh, sucks to have it played. Sucks to have the next World Cup played in Qatar, but you know, climate yeah. change, politics, I mean, money. It's called money. Yeah. It's called corruption. Yeah. It's called money. Yeah, it just is. It's called mm-hmm. money. Uh, one, you think they'll honor the dead people, the people that died in. So many stadiums. building this stadium yes. of just. Well, I mean, are we growing grass in the desert? Yeah, we are because geez. planets. I'm sure that didn't come up in COP26. Well, they do have the uh, rain. They, they, have, they do have the rainmakers, so that'll be interesting too. Yeah, man. There, we made movies about this. It, it is time. <laughs> it is time. I'm going to pick out my leather outfit to live that Matrix life that we are doomed for. Not yeah. doomed for. Yes. Oh, no. Destined for? Yeah, I would rather say destined. Do- I mean, it's doom and gloom because, okay. you know, <laughs> climate change and all that. But, like, oof. Okay. 
I'm always doing it real dumb. Yes. Sugarcoat this. You're right. I did say that on to joy because the world is burning, literally. So what else we got? Nope. Um, yes, yeah, sorry. Um, the um, Black Girl Hockey uh, Club, which we've mentioned before. We have. On this um, elaborate show. Uh, illustrious, sorry. Thank um, you. <laughs> um, there has been four uh, winners uh, through uh, the GTA who have won, um, which is pretty outstanding. Yeah. If you consider it, this is a California-based uh, group that started out originally out of there, but um, it's uh, reached the far reach of the GTA, which will continue to um, sport hockey, hockey in Canada, hockey all around. And, and black girls playing it. Black girls. Uh, yeah to be able to um, play in this expensive uh, sport where families expensive. relocate within districts just to be able to um, listen it's serious play. business <laughs> it truly is I personally love it and I'm glad uh, I'm glad you put me onto that um, Saskatchewan folk- folklorist I knew I was going to stumble on that word and it happened anyway um, folklorist Shana Jones has teamed up with Heritage Saskatchewan to start the Black and Rural Project, where she plans to trace the history of black Canadians in rural areas in what will end up being a gallery and performance that will tour, hopefully, in 2023. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll get a ticket. You got damn right. Where are they planning to tour? Like, where are they? Major Canadian cities. Okay. Very nice. Coast to the coast to the coast. I'm hoping rural areas are Pardon? Look at you guys live here. I mean, we're in. A, we are in a major. It's, a, it's Vancouver, Montreal, Toronto. Those are the those are the three major Canadian cities. When yeah. it, especially when it, when it, I, I count them that way too because concerts and like other things like that. Like we're the ones who get all the things. Yeah, I, I guess Edmonton as well. Edmonton's one. Yeah. I was gonna include Halifax to get closer to the ocean on the other side, but Halifax yeah. is a good whole city. Yeah. Yeah. We're all great cities. <laughs> Every last one of us. From yep. Hamlet to Village. We got this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's what Jan said. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. Um, there was a Maryland high, fo- high school teacher who was awarded a $1 million, the $1 million Global Teacher Prize uh, for Sorry. her work with equitable strategies in education, uh, Keisha Thorpe. She beat out more than 8,000 applicants uh, from 121 countries. And she's just doing really cool things, helping her students strive for college education. And I thought that was really awesome. Um, she's black. As yeah, well, yeah. she's just real passionate about her students, and um, what you say. This is to encourage every little black boy and girl that looks like me, and every child in the world that feels marginalized, has a story like mine, and felt they never mattered. I was like, ah, love that. So good, so so good. Uh, she said, every child needs a champion, an adult who will never ever give up on them, who understands the power of connection, and insists they become the very best they can be. This is why teachers will always matter. Teachers matter, and I was like, yeah. If there was some way to quantify that and measure that before people could become teachers, that'd be great. Figure that out. I mean, I don't know. I, that's. I mean, I feel like I feel like the way that that is quantified is just through relations, like family relations, and the only reason why it's not sustained is because our government constantly is cutting funding and constantly putting teachers in the light, which is like that they're is not Im- they're not important enough. So on a grander scale, they never matter in the way that they should. That they do on a minor scale. So things like this happen, and they're great. I just want to keep that momentum going. But it needs to, like, because then governments will look at this and be like, oh, well, someone else gave them money. So, like, that's fine. But, like, that's one teacher. That's yeah. a drop in the ocean. 
There's all the other teachers that are out there still doing this great work um, who just don't have the funding. <laughs> Agreed. Um, and or not being supported. So, yeah, it's it's quantifiable and qualifiable all over the place. It's just our governments are idiots. So. Hey, teachers. Yeah, pay just don't <laughs> don't tie it to platforms. Don't make them pay for their own school supplies. <laughs> like right. Yeah, don't make them have to resort to having to win a million dollars to do these things. But anyways, really proud of her. I think that's really really awesome. Um, in like a slightly uh, weird direction, uh, <laughs> there's a bunch of New York parents who have created an app for missing people of color. Um, because handy, there is just a disproportionate, um approach when it comes to to finding black indigenous other racialized folks especially children who are missing uh white kids are always prioritized amber um, alerts amber alerts always <laughs> just immediately like guys britney's missing we gotta go find her but you know everyone else is the parents in the community have to take up to find that person the police are never uh really they never make a priority really to search for people until enough people on twitter make a stink about it sure um so it sucks that this has to happen, but I listen. New York is a force to be reckoned with, and yeah. like my friends who are from there have lived there. People like relatives there, like you, just don't mess with New York parents. And so I know that they are just like we're doing this, and we're not asking for permission. <laughs> like we're just gonna we're just gonna scrounge together all of our resources and like figure it out. Um, so yeah, the Black and Missing Foundation, Inc. Um, and they're like connect. They're currently like accepting donations and stuff for it for the completion. So they're uh, they're doing all they can. And again, like in most ra- in in pretty much all racialized communities, we always band together to help our own. Um, so just another shining example of what community looks like <laughs> and what it means to really really champion your community and really make sure that everybody is is accounted for and everyone is taken care of. So. Again, sucks that this is what we have to resort to. We can't rely on the powers that be, but kudos to these parents. True that. Love that. Hate that it's necessary. Love that it's happening. Yeah. So on that, we will take this short break. Next stop, what you say? All right, so let's get into what you're saying. And... I want to blow 15 minutes talking about the harder they fall <laughs> because one, I finally didn't have to wait <laughs> so long with uh, my schedule to catch something that's new as it releases. I watched that thing like next day I was on it. <laughs> God, it was so good. <laughs> I loved it so much. Thoughts. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to watch. I really enjoyed seeing a, a black cowboy you know, Western, um, and just all the people that they, that they poured into that. And the characters are great. Like the whole time John and I were watching, he's like, that person's based off a real character. That person's based off a real character. That person, a real person. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. It just like brings it closer to home. Like there's so much we just don't know about black cowboys. Yeah. Because all we got was John Wayne. Yeah. And even like represented in movies, the last one we had was Posse. Yeah. Which was in the 90s. It was Mario Bay Peoples. Yeah. Oh, yeah. John made me watch that. <laughs> I think I think we discussed it as a group, if not on the podcast. But either way. We did. Um, I, I dug everything about it. Did you catch the Easter egg of the 
the train car being uh, oh, yeah. named C.A. Bozeman. Like, that yeah, was after dope. Chad Bozeman, yep. um, The entire aesthetic was great. Regina King is just the queen of all things. Um, just I couldn't wrap my mind around Give me her. my life. I couldn't. The one thing I had, I couldn't wrap my mind around her accent the whole time. Like, it really threw me off. I was trying to, I don't know, everyone, she would speak, and I was like, I chalked it up to a... Is that? A variation of a Texas accent. I don't know. I'm not there to verify what it. it what it gave me, what it gave me was... Um, like immigrant in a southern place still have like just like that mm. mixture of accents maybe that's what that gave me all right um because that's what i'm used to hearing from folks who've come from far away and they come here and then they like very much have like a north american it, it turns into a, a a very heavy drawl yeah because like having to emphasize certain words different things it's just like the mixing of the two is like eh. but anyway no it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun to watch and it was really cool to see all those all those people in these dope roles and just like just like the black the isms. black all stars of it all yeah. of this casting like Dion Cole like give it up cuz i i could not like i knew he yeah. was in it but he didn't like and i follow him on instagram he did he promoted it a little bit but not to the extent that like i also follow Regina King like she did yeah. and Andrew Elba I'm like okay cool but like Dion, give yourself some goddamn credit. Yeah. You were awesome. You did great. You did great. So good. He was also kind of unrecognizable a bit. As yeah. Well, too, because I look at this man acting. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> look at you, not being your regular jokester self, but yeah. also still kind of being, but in this different character. Like yeah. westerns for me will always. It's always in the look, in the costuming, <laughs> and I even posted this to my stories the other day. I'm like, listen, if I don't have friends that are thinking about, at least thinking about this group costume and thinking about my place in it. We're not really friends. We can't be friends. Not to say I'm laying claims on who I would want to be specifically. You already but like know just, who you're going to be in that one. Who do you think I was going to choose? You already, you know, because I was there when she was doing your hair and you already chose yeah, your character. True. I loved her look, but also I can rock with Cuffy. Either way, no, no dead set anything. Like however I fit in your group, just I'm happy you thought of me. We can still be friends. True. This is going to be the best group group costume ever that I'm thinking is, about in November. This is going to be this is going to be the new the new proud family group costume. Yes, it's the redemption for any time I was in like a Spice Girls group costume and had to be the token <laughs> black girl. Like you know what I mean? Anytime I had to be the token anything in a group setting. Yeah. You really wanted to be posh. Yes, everyone should want to be posh. Oh. <laughs> the hell out of here. <laughs> Posh Spice. What a gem. Anyway. Exactly. Um, the Gucci dress. The Gucci little Gucci dress. Um, yes. No, I, I don't know. I, I really, I was really looking forward to it. I expressed to several people on several occasions how happy I wasn't, happy it was that this was not a, um, whatchamacallit film. What is that man's name? Are you trying to say Tarantino? Yeah. T- yeah, Quentin Tarantino. He doesn't own Westerns. He made Oh, no, I know he doesn't. I know he doesn't. I know. He's just, he's just weirdly obsessed with black people. So I was like, I was really happy that he was not all over this. Um, I love that this movie wasn't laced with the N-word. That's it what I'm saying. It just didn't need it. It would have been if it was Quentin Tarantino. I mean, it could have been with anybody, but. <laughs> I know. But they were just, just like. It just wasn't necessary. They just got to be black. And I, that, that to me spoke volumes. And yeah, I've. I mean, there's obviously going to be a second part because the way that it wrapped up, um, they left some loose ends there. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm happy with it. And I'm happy that the, because all the hype around it as well, too, was just so exciting to watch, like all the red carpet stuff and everyone just being so excited to go and like 
the music that was in this is yeah well too the music phenomenal. was his own character that soundtrack was like, fire they did so well they did so well so it's uh it's it's great to see um black films going in this direction we talk we talk about this a lot where it's like I you know kind of I just want to see more I want to see more and yeah. this is like a, a cool introduction to well lit black people looking great doing things yeah 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 John did I cut off your initial thoughts did you give initial thoughts mm. tell us share with the class um it was yeah now we'll get to the nitpicking just give me the initial thoughts <laughs> uh I mean no I mean it was the script was alright. Um, um, a few scenes were a bit long, but um, overall, I mean, I guess it achieved its initial goals. I'm, I mean, it put a lot of black characters that weren't necessarily known to the mainstream to light. Um, and I mean, it, it, it gives an opportunity to build on a lot of things. And I mean, it's it's good to get them out there and happy everybody is able to you know, finally see, or at least hear the names and start getting familiarized with some things and maybe hopefully, hopefully start actually doing some research and digging in on Yeah, and I mean, sometimes that's what, it, that's what it takes with a person. You're like, oh, I saw this character in a movie. Oh, that's based on a real person. Now I'm diving in. And yeah. that's cool. Like half of my reading list this summer is like, oh, this movie's based on a book. Let me go read this book real quick. Yeah. And I personally don't see anything wrong with that. Not at all. But I mean, if we're, if we're to start the, uh, you know, the nitpicking, the hair splitting, <laughs> because let it be known, I did enjoy it. And I will warn the listeners, the the rest of this discussion on this movie will contain spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet and you want to, with, you know, fresh opinions, just uh, shuttle ahead. <laughs> so where I'm going to split hairs is with Stagecoach Mary, in that she... Her character is presented like this savvy businesswoman. She's got saloons all over all over the state. You know, she's perceived as smart. And while I understand she's tortured about, you know, being in love with this man she sees no real future with, I just don't see her getting into the kind of trouble she got into so easily. Like that just didn't that's what didn't add up. And like I said, I'm splitting hairs. <laughs> but and I understand it had to happen where plot device were moving things along, but I'm just like, yeah. really? I'm like, at least have an elaborate plan that that got foiled like you just walked in and you're like well fuck it what come on now what are we doing here yeah i don't know i i guess i was confused about her undying loyalty yeah that wasn't expanded upon but um, I, maybe that's that's what part two will be yeah i guess I is just, there a part two or are we just making this up oh the ending definitely gave way for a part two considering who's still alive doesn't mean it's gonna happen yeah, it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean there's gonna know, be one i know it doesn't mean it's gonna be one okay so we have no confirmation yeah. that there really there's is no gonna... there is no confirmation okay. i'm just i just saw the end and i went whenever they do this yeah. at the end of a movie good movie or bad movie like they're gearing up because we're not getting else. a conclusion to star that's all i'm saying but that's different. That's different. Is it? Because what's his name is was, was never going to fulfill. It's just different. It's oh, just Lee different. Daniels, don't come to our town. Lee Daniels is never going to You're not welcome us. here. He's never going to give us what we want, and I just have to let that go. Even though it comes up in conversation every once in a while with a few friends, and we just get real mad. I love mad. that. We get real mad about it. Um, Sorry, John. But yeah, I, yeah there, there are a few things where I was like, okay. I mean, because we got more about... about um, 
uh, shoot. What's her name? Was it Trudy? Yeah. Regina King was Trudy. Trudy. Oh, sorry. No, then Sage Coach Mayor then. Sorry. So I was thinking, of, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, Trudy. I'm confused about Trudy's undying loyalty, not Sage Coach Mayor. Yeah. So that that's dynamic. I, like, that what was, is that? I was like, I don't know what this is. But with Stagecoach, at least we got a little bit of like history between her yeah. and, and, uh, and, um, uh, what's the name? Jordan is his character because. Nat Love. Matt Love, we got a little bit because we're just like clearly you guys were in love at some point, yeah, and then you split up because he got some up, he got went down because he because it was very clear that he got obsessed with you know tracking yeah. other people who killed his parents and that's why they split up. I was like that's cool, but with Trudy and and thing, I was like I don't know what this is, yeah. and I was like and not that but we, it's a lot. It was like a, it was intense, and I was like okay. But also, like, yeah, but also, is it the is it the Idris Elba of it all? Like, does he just lose saying. chemistry with everyone? He's and they're around just like, and they're like and this just, doesn't have anything to do with the movie, just, but I'm feeling all this chemistry. Like, I was just very, like, can he turn that off? Like, I don't know what damn. this is. He definitely can't. Um, he walks around brooding. He can't help himself. Um, it just makes me think of that one, like when he was on the office. He's like, I am aware of the fe- the effect I have on women. I'm like, you have to be. He's very aware. That's a line he definitely <laughs> improvised. They didn't tell us that, but he definitely improvised that line. Um, yeah, I don't know. I there are certain things where I was like, I'm trying. Yeah, to what follow is that dynamic? This, but I can't because every time that they bring you guys together on screen, I'm like, everything is suddenly so siblings, <laughs> former lovers, best friends. <laughs> Admirer, what are you to each other? What is business this? Business partners. Business partners. You were just like that. Pre- like, I don't get it. I was like, because everyone else in the crew, loyal subject. Because everyone else on, on the original crew too, like getting them all back, to, getting the band back together was obviously huge. Because you know they had all been separated once. Um, what's the name had been been arrested. So it was like, okay, you guys are getting back together, and I'm like, great. Like the uh, the the six, what five six of you outside of this dude. Yeah, okay, I can see why you guys obviously kept up and have some things going on, but like. What's been going on in the in-betweens that you're like, we have to break him out. We have to bring him back. Like Break him out of like a reinforced heavy duty steel safe. <laughs> Why I guess, is he in there? How can he breathe? Because like they knew that. that is ma- he going to flex out of it? Is he No, but here, but here's the thing. I imagined it very much like the rock in, in, um, <laughs> in fast and furious where they arrest him. And the guy goes, to, he just like breaks out of his cuffs. They had to put him in that safe because if they just had him standing around all loosey goosey, yeah, he, he, he would have overtake guards and yeah, whatever. Like, even yeah, without yeah. him to get out of them, ah. he would be like out there breaking necks, like people over. They had to put him in the safe. I like that. So I don't know if they were. They obviously weren't feeding him because they can't. They're not trying to get hands. They're <laughs> not trying to get short They're not trying to get hands in there to like to to give this man food. They're not sliding. He was standing straight up like a coffin. Yeah. They're not trying to get him. You know. So this man is just <laughs> just alive on prayers. Like he's just hopes and dreams. <laughs> Knowing that he's getting broken out again, I don't know how you knew. You didn't even know your people were still alive. Like there was so much going on. Anyways, it was so good. It was just I. I kind of sometimes I like being dropped in the middle of things, and sometimes I'm like, no, <laughs> like, I don't need. I don't need all the context, but like just a little bit of context, please. But I also I also saw Regina King's character's loyalty as very much like those. The rest of that group needed a leader. Yeah. And they were obviously falling apart without him, um, even though they were still out there being outlaws and all that. Um, but I guess kind of on the low, yeah, uh, just so they could be alive long enough to to save him. Um, but I guess yeah, there are groups that just they can't fully, they don't feel fully whole, or they can't fully function without that one that one kingpin. 
So like they can still because they yeah. all of them individually. They what? all bought in. Like, they all yeah. bought in. All but all of individually, like excellent. Like oh my god, they're great outlaws individually. I guess yeah. you know because even together it was like, it was more like together it was the familiarity of them being together that helped them work together really well, but not because they needed each other. Yeah. Um. But also, you know, you ride with a gang like that, everybody's afraid. I guess. So, I mean, they come into town, everyone's like, nope. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to be over here. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, it was, it was a fun watch. Obviously, there's holes in everything, but I, yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's a work of fiction. Who cares? <laughs> we're here, we're here for the ride. Are Literally. We? <laughs> are, are we? Yes. Um, because Lakeith freaking Stanfield as Cherokee Bill. That is great. Just, that that is all. That man is great. Just love him. <laughs> he can do no wrong. Not what? Except when he does wrong. <laughs> but, like, as an actor, he can kind of do no wrong. He's all hits, no misses so far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. I, John, again. what do you want to split hairs about? I see this look that doesn't translate to an audio <coughs> format, but what? It, what, what? Uh, I mean, <laughs> my my issues are for much deeper <coughs> conversation, but well, I mean, I just conflict. I mean, it, for me, it was just a whole confliction because just the characters and the actual real life people. I mean, they're there just, was a board at the beginning. People are real. The work is fiction. I know. I accept that. But, I mean, I'm also looking at it outside. This is also the first introduction for a lot of people, right? And I get the whole, believe me, I've I've watched just about every yeah. cowboy film worth of significance or whatever. You are the space cowboy, yes. I get the whole whole entire American um, iconic set of the wet ideals of the West and, you know, conquering the west the whole cowboy the whole everything so yeah. i understand the importance of it and it's all based on lies well duh <laughs> and i mean that's just what it is but i mean and i get the, and i get where the film is i mean my conflicts are just obviously what i've always stated throughout just about everything that's touching on actual characters and biopics or whatever based on whatever the realism, and then there's just the whole fictionality. And I mean, I'm just, to me, I'm always just looking at representation on a real as a whole in terms of what we are. Like, like black people in general were what cowboys were. That's the whole labor force. Yeah. So it's not as if we were in this just one presence in just certain depicted ways. Like, literally, only one of these characters was literally, I mean, maybe two or we're literally outlaws, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I get it, but we're also... You get it, you just don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I know, basically. Fair enough. But I get it, and I get the significance of the film, and I get maybe, you know, the opportunities to branch off and, you know, whatever, shine a light on each individual character. But the problem is they as much history as there is on them, there's not a whole deep history of it. And as you've seen within Westerns, um, because it's such a fictional thing in terms of who these gunslingers and whatever it is, like really only one of them's been historically analyzed deeply, and that's kind of wider. Um, that character. Um, that's the rest of them are just kind of, you know, yeah. let's just throw a 
girls roles on whatever but i mean again it's a deeper conversation so other than that i mean it's a good film i mean it's been received well obviously um regardless john's patreon for the for the deeper conversation for he is not on the social medias (laughs) and you don't get that shit for free (laughs) just do some more studying and research and that's all i can say just you know what i mean and just understand that there's just i kind of get what you're saying and no i mean i do get what you're saying so on the like in the contents uh standpoints as soon as you um mentioned that yeah these were historical figures like go ahead and look it up what it made me think of was Vikings used to do, because Vikings is on the History Channel, they used to do, in the earlier seasons, they would show their episodes of the show, and then they would do their, like, the historical, hey, we've talked to this, these academics who study this, here are artifacts, like, here are, like, here's all these things, like, here's where it's connected to the show, here's where it's accurate, here's where it's inaccurate, and mm. all of that, and that kind of supplemental info would have been kind of cool, to be accessible somewhere. Be like, oh, you like this movie? Maybe you'll like to know all of this, this yeah. information yeah. we yeah. gathered and packaged for you. Yeah. So I, yeah, I can, I can vibe with that as well. I mean, I'm just all for, you know, like, let's get to know what, you know, the true context of not just like American, actual American history and what, um, you know, we have been to, you know, just the whole entire just raising a nation, basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't speak. I guess my roots aren't exactly in there, but for everybody, you know what, what I'm saying? What has that but, ever stopped anyone? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's just, let's just really get put let, with some context of actual history, time, and notion. Like, this is, you know, post-Civil um, War. So, you know, this is the era that it was, and this is, you know, was before the Jim Crow era, there was, you know, that one emancipation area where there was that small part where black people actually were able to somewhat capitalize on certain visions and ideas and Mm -hmm. things that were systems that were set up for them. And then once, you know, people figured out what equal meant. Yeah. um, Right. That's when it all changed. So, I mean. Some are still figuring it out. Just, (laughs) yeah. Just the notion of even just, you know, two black gangs worn at each other in the West is just, for me, was just like, I get it, but we all know what the real antagonist was at that point in time. So. Yes. Yes. We'll deal with certain Well, that issues. antagonist took a day off and we did this other thing and then we resumed yeah. oppression and white supremacy. Like, God damn it. Well, I mean, hey, let's focus on things, so. Because... <laughs> I mean, we're dealing with a, a whole entire group of people who really would want to wipe out history, factual history, in terms of the context of what things are. So, yes. you know, yeah. like we like to say representation matters. Let's just, you know. Yeah. And it's. Take it serious. And representation is going to mean different things to different people. And like I said, I'm I'm here for, you know, just the the media existence of this sort of thing of just like an, this all black cast and black director and yeah. like that's rep that's representing to me where you are cutting it a little bit be- a little bit deeper you're like yeah that's cool that we get to look at you but also like let's get these facts right let's line these up and so mm-hmm. i like both are fine to me and it's gonna be it's gonna mean different things to different people and for me it's all good <laughs> like i said true. more things with lakeith stanfield in it <laughs> More things with Jonathan Majors in it. <laughs> Sorry, Idris. <laughs> you, 
you're you're being muscled it just it just it just you know did his did his part you know walking he knows what he is could fly you know so he's here he's here to usher in the new that one dude who plays um bill pickett i'd only seen him in a couple things and he dies right away so I'm just like, I need to find more things that you're in where that doesn't happen to That's you. true. That is true. Because I know it's not a Sean Bean situation, but it's just like, this is all I've seen you in. And you were just like, <laughs> like that one terrible X-Men movie he was in. I'm just like, come on, you're Darwin in that. That's how you go. Come on. Uh, oh, well. They tried. Anyway, and I mean, of course, Del Rolindo in that mustache. That's. That's all we need to know about that character. Like, Del Rolindo always understands the assignment. Amazing. He doesn't play around. It's just... I can just picture him on set, like, corralling all these youngsters who are getting out of hand. Just be like, listen. Listen, young blood. Like, <laughs> I hope he speaks this way. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, spoilers ended. I recommend Harder They Fall. And I think all three of us kind of recommend it for different reasons in different ways. Yeah. But, uh... John says, uh, bring your research with it and then enjoy the movie, <laughs> which is good. Or just like suspend your, dis- suspend your disbelief just for a little bit. Yeah. Just for a little bit. And I get it's hard. I'm not saying bring your research. I'm saying just, you know, understand how deep these characters actually are. So Yeah. I know it's your first time. I mean, some people's first time. <laughs> you can say. Them, you know. It's like, I know you're new here. Because uh, the the flack I did read online was about the casting choice for Stagecoach Mary and colorism and all that. Of course, it's well, a real thing. Black people come in shades. It's a lot of the co- it's a lot of them because let's re- just remember at this point in time it wasn't just you know like slave. We're talking mixtures in terms of um, former slaves and you know indigenous peoples. Hi, I'm right here. So, Right. So this is where these kind of mixtures and, you know, other, you know, particular groups start, you know, developing. This is where, you know, the range of colored groups of people honing the West were. So that's all I'm saying. You know, listen, John, if you want to put this together, I will happily produce this for you. I'll happily edit this for you. It'll take a long time, but I'll happily do this (laughs) with you. I mean, demand it. And then John will do it. He'll feel the pressure. So I'll, I'll just show him the screen and be like, hey, all these people want to see it, John. All these people want you to narrate it, John. No, but. And then we'll do it. All right. The one thing, <laughs> the one thing that we can, I'll do, uh, one thing I will say, or I will forward positively everybody, if I can find it, it is the um, original YouTube, the video on YouTube. Oh, somebody beat us to it? No, where is it? There is a movie that is, um, that that this was movie what this is kind of the sequel to it. Yeah. Um, oh yes, that same director did. Yeah, um, and Erica Badu was the, yeah, the lead. I showed you. I can't remember what it is, but the name of it at this current time I can't find the link. But I thought I sent it to the group. But they die by dawn. Yeah, ah. you did send it to the group. Okay. I scrolled up. <laughs> <laughs> Smarter than me. Thanks. But yes. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I don't mind a hyper fictionalized world i see where i see its limitations mm. and i fully see john's points and it makes me feel kind of stupid for not not caring enough that it that i'm cool with a hyper fictionalized world um but yeah i'm just i guess the bar is just so much lower for me because i'm just like i'm just so happy it's here 
It's it's here. It's well lit. Everyone looks great. Like you know what well, I mean. Well, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, put it's, money into this. And but I'm this just the, so happy for that. But that and but I mean, that's the extent that it has to go to in order to get put out there. So, yeah. um, you have to put it on all star performance and aim to you know hit it out the park and for everything in order for it to even you know one to even get done. Yeah, if you're not gonna put the rock in it. Yeah, you got to do some more. Yeah. <laughs> And um, <laughs> no, no, and um, actually, you might be more fitting in some roles than not, but oh, Bill won. But anyways, Oof. but yeah, I mean, anyways, let's. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's us gushing about the harder they fall. I'll close it there, and we can take a short break. We'll be back. Next stop, the ship. Welcome back. Thank you so much for hanging in and staying tuned with us. It is time for another go-round of the ship. One by one, we will discuss the eight picks chosen by us. Vote between the three of us, two to one wins, until we have a winner of the championship. In honor of our Canadian hero, Simu Liu, and the jumpstart of his huge cinematic year, as a superhero in Shang-Chi, which just got released to Disney+. Plus, Let's talk about characters slash heroes with no powers. <laughs> Who wins in a fight? Because if we added powers, we'd be at this literally all day. So, trying to make it so we can all get home to catch the news. <laughs> so, let us begin. Matchup number one. We've got John Wick. Obviously, I run this show. And John has submitted Lawrence Taylor. My vote is for John Wick because guns and gun foo. But please tell me how all of his skills sacking a quarterback is going to help beat John Wick in a fight. Well, 142 career sacks, which means if it's a close range fight, it's pretty much a wrap before Mr. Wick pulls out one of his many shoot him up pistols or whatever he's you know he hand to hand fights too right oh he'll get he'll boom what was that sound effect boom okay <laughs> so um i mean as courageous as it, as it is um not saying he's gonna walk away unscathed but i feel strongly <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, Lawrence Taylor fought Bam Bam Bigelow in WrestleMania. Oh my God! And if you witnessed that, that was a heroic feat in <laughs> itself. Because Bam Bam Bigelow is three hundred pounds, possibly four hundred around at that time point Bam in time. Big boy, the name Bam Bam Bigelow. Listen, wrestling. Yes. Look him up if you don't know him. He was Bam. one of the best. Someone please do a documentary of the like, the writing and structure and <laughs> characters of. The golden age of wrestling. Oh, like, please, I will goodness. watch every single minute of it. <laughs> Don't ask me to do it. <laughs> is that our is that our our branch off podcast where we talk oh, wrestling? Gosh. Historical. The podcast <laughs> feels for wrestling is deep. But yeah. Oh, I can imagine. Deep. Yikes. <laughs> it's, it's it's the nerd out right now. So awesome. Well damn. Yeah. Uh so our vote is split. Antonio, I'm just sorry. I was waiting to hear a little bit more about this, this, uh, this comment. Okay, ten pro bowls. Um, John Wick killed <coughs> a guy with a book and a horse in um, the same minute. 
the one of the first, and I think only defensive MVPs um, in the league, uh, which is just you know was historic. Um, a Giants uh, uh, Ring of Honor mm-hmm. a recipient. Um, John Wick kills people with his car. Car doors. <laughs> Not even shooting out of the car, just like the Lawrence car Taylor is has the come close to killing other people. I mean, I'm not going to say his uh, off the off the field life was, um, you know, exemplary. It's more along, you know, the line of, you know, John Wick and whatnot. But you know, it's hard to just throw a real person that you just like a lot in this fictional world, <laughs> like heroes and characters. I mean, like, I would I mean, like to, well, I mean, this is like a super, it's true. Like it, it, it did we? Did we is specify, he a character? Did Absolutely. We, did we so, specify this needed to be TV superheroes, or was no. it just okay? So that's then, why. That's why he's said in superheroes. So, I mean, yeah, no, I said heroes or slash heroes. characters. Okay, so here, there you go. He's a hero. He's a character. Absolutely. He's, he's a hero. So, so Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> and I vote John Wick. So I <laughs> for controversy. <laughs> Because I would love to see how far Lawrence Taylor can go in this. So right. for that reason, I'm going to vote Lawrence Taylor because I want to see who else he can be matched up against. Uh, the goop. So. This well, is funny you mention it. It's going to be fun. Because the winner of this next matchup will take on LT. So we've got the bride from Kill Bill, played by Uma Thurman, mm-hmm. who, uh, Samurai Swords slashes and dashes her way through uh, a revenge list of two movie epic proportions. <laughs> and we've got the after school special kid favorite, Kim Possible. <laughs> a badass in her own right. Yeah, yeah. No body count because cartoon. She doesn't kill. No. And 4 p.m. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Still getting job capable, but doesn't actually do it. So I feel the bride would kind of show no mercy I mean, and that would be what or, the, up, but or like, the bride would just be like you're a child go away she did seem to have a soft spot for children <laughs> and that's exactly it so she would let her go it's it's not as straightforward as uh it may seem yeah i feel she like she could possibly see herself in the young and that's exactly um, and be it like ooh, let me just let this or one think thrive. Of it. she did have a daughter right yeah and then she spared uh, Vivica Fox's daughter. Yeah. Well, so, she was. Yeah, she gave her the chance to meet her. You know. Later yeah. On in, life. in a in a movie that's never gonna happen. So she just didn't put the cross in his forehead. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's basically like, yo, yeah. if you're still pissed about this, I'll be waiting. Yeah. So, Brother. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll watch that movie, obviously. So, like oh I said, God. it. It wouldn't be as straightforward as you might think, but I mean, in this in this matchup though, like clearly the bride is is I'm gonna give out, it to the bride out with a win. Um, I just thought I just man, I really loved Kim Possible as a kid. Kim Possible and I was great. Just like, she's wonderful. Um, I'm not mad at it. I don't like what they keep doing with Kim Possible in terms of like trying to remake things and like. Yo, okay, but did you watch the live action attempt? I sure didn't. I did. And I shout out to my buddy Spencer, love who watched it with me. <laughs> I cannot. Back when I had a really long break at work, when I was working till one thirty a.m., we definitely, definitely, Lord have mercy, watch that thing. Oh no! And I just it should have been a lot worse than it was. What? But at yeah, the same time, yeah, it definitely should have been a lot worse than it was. I, I, I could But the dude who played it. Ron stole the show. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I recommend eh, if you're folding laundry, but <laughs> I'm just or like you're, you're doing something else. Laundry. Um, 
But yeah, definitely wasn't as awful as it should have been. But Kim I mean, Possible, it was all about really... Shigo. It was all about Shigo. Shigo, Shigo is incredible. Like I, like from <sighs> everything about the Kim Possible universe, like from fan art to cosplay, it's all about Shigo to me. And I have no problem. She goes really awesome. She goes super awesome. Um, so my yeah. vote is for the bride, but I mean, I mean, the bride's clearly do what you want. This. Yeah, the bride is the bride is taking this, and that's fine. <laughs> um, uh, John, are you making this a clean sweep, or are you uh, oh yeah, being based on controversial? That no. <laughs> yeah, she got through the crazy eighty-eight just cause. Crazy. And that scene was amazing. And fun fact: I went to that restaurant when I visited Tokyo. Nice. The food was incredible. Now she's going to be filled with guilt before she goes into the next round. <laughs> guilt? I don't know her. <laughs> Just kidding. I know her very well. <laughs> On the other side, we've got Jack Reacher. The the Tom Cruise. Ver- Has there been other versions other than Tom Cruise? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know either. I'm sure this is a graphic novel too, right? There are novels. Okay, like, so, yeah. It's a book series. I think it's a Tom Clancy thing, isn't it? Jamal's going to correct me on this. <laughs> uh, Somebody smart will. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so Jack Reacher versus The Punisher. Um, for me, revenge is always going to give the mental edge in a fight. Like when you are just committed in your soul that... <laughs> The your only satisfaction will be the annihilation of the person you're looking at. What beats that? So for me, it's the Punisher. <laughs> Jack Reacher can he's got a team, he's got a whole squad, and you know agency and license to kill and all of that. But yeah, sorry, <laughs> the Punisher's got beef. So I mean, beef will beef will blind you and definitely beat people into a pulp. So. It just will. <laughs> so that's my vote. I know very like surface things about both of these characters, but I do know <laughs> enough um, to know that I'm more afraid of the Punisher. Yeah. Um, unrealistically, though, whereas Jack Reacher's character really just like lives out there in the world and could <laughs> just like <laughs> right. mess me up. But he's focused. But even like the actors that play them, like John Bernthal is a scary dude when he wants to be. Also very loving. But also, like, yeah. Tom Cruise, like, come on, get out of here. <laughs> You're so little. Did you see what he did? How he... Oh, yes. What he did? Okay. That's what I do very much appreciate Function. about those Jack Reacher movies. Like, he, he takes... He finds, like, a big stunt that he's just like, listen, this is going to blow the doors off of everything. This is, like, the new standard we're going to set, and mm-hmm. we're going to pull off this impossible thing that he has no business attempting at 60 years old, but props here we are he does it anyway yeah so and the rest is fixed in post and it's nice so not taking anything away from tom cruise's effort as jack reacher i will not but in a fight i'm gonna (laughs) give it to the punisher yeah i have to choose the punisher for this one the punisher john give us your vote no jack reacher well you lose straight business Yes, noticeably absent from this from this bracket is Batman and James Bond. <laughs> um, so our final matchup, we have Trinity from The Matrix and Daredevil, which I love that you picked, Antonia. Listen, I 
watching Daredevil, like when they came up with the Netflix show, but also even like seeing previous Daredevil things and just like ben Netflix th- Daredevil. Uh, yeah, I remember watching that when I was like, help. And then when they came <laughs> out of the TV show, and I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Palette cleansing. Right? Um, Because Daredevil and Elektra came out at the same time. Uh-huh. As well, and I was like, oh, no, we've done a bad thing. We've done yeah. a double bad thing. This there was a bad. there was a stretch of bad superhero movies. <sighs> they were just... Bleh. Or just not great. No. You know? It was just... My palette needed to be very much cleansed. Agreed. So watching the television version of it, adaptation was like, okay, here we go. This is the one that they meant to do and they were yeah, just doing some filler. I thought filler. the series was so I, good. Is the, I feel like that's, I, I'm on a tangent, I feel like that's like Ben Affleck's like life where he gets to be filler to the <laughs> next thing. Because look at Batman. Oh, shit. He got to be filler Batman and now we've got Robert Pattinson with like the darkest Batman we've ever seen. I, might be the only person who you are the only person who, who likes Ben Affleck. I didn't, not to say I loved it. You're but the I only person who didn't feel didn't physically ill. What? I didn't hate it because there's a version that's written that's very much like what he portrayed, and that's is that version that's any it. good? Yes. Okay. And I'll I'll give it that. Yeah. What anyway, what just, Ben got to play in the movie wasn't what was the it wasn't the same story that was written. So it I see the disconnect. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that. In this, like, if if we were making this movie of this comic book, yeah, where that Batman lives, it's a great movie. But that's not what you got. <laughs> we got Justice League instead. Yeah, and sorry, <laughs> trash. Anyway, so yeah, Ben Affleck just gets to be filler all the time for things, and I'm like, you know what? If that's okay. where you get your money, live your life. Um, he was filler while J Lo was off doing her thing, you know, and Damn. then now he's back. So here we are. What do you do to you? Nothing. <laughs> He's, he's, she hates he, him so much. He just bores me, and I don't see the I don't see the draw to him at all. People are like I'm so obsessed. She with hated the town, the Matt Damon Ben <laughs> Affleck Townies. supremacy that people are like so. She hated the Goodwill Hunting Oscar. But anyways, she um, hated the Argo Oscar. <laughs> she hated Daredevil. Trash, trash, trash. Was it Daredevil that he was in? Yeah, yeah, he was in the gym, and it was like, why have you done this? I think also to my fascination well, with that was every comic book movie at that point. In time. Yeah. Yeah, my fascination with Punisher. Yeah, my fascination with Daredevil though. Yeah, really shout came, out to the Tom Jane version. Really came from my work that I did with um, folks who were blind when I was a teenager. So being able to see them portrayed as such like a dope character, like and having getting to know blind folks is uh, when working in, like summer camp settings and seeing that. I recommend on TV see. And being like. For that very reason. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably go back to that at some point. But I was really like, in this superhero sort of context, I was like, wow, way to turn a disability into a, a superhero ability. Like, yeah, way to really flip all kinds that. of ass. Yeah, so that was always really cool to me. The um, only really good um, Netflix um, series. Like original, original series? Yeah. yeah, one of them, yeah. Or Marvel. Yeah. yeah. I have no problem saying it. The rest of them, they were like, and then, pfft, so. Well, I mean, Punisher was good. I thought Punisher was quite good. Season one of Luke Cage was quite good. And that's the end of the sentence. And it's just like, <laughs> yay. I'm sorry. Like, like did um, we even try? Jessica Jones picked up in the end. <coughs> but that was tough for me to get through. The Defenders was garbage. Iron Fist was garbage. Like, Ew, Didn't Iron Fist get like three seasons? Just. Garbage. No, he didn't. Two seasons. I don't think so. I think yeah. he's, that was the reason why they stopped. He got that to tie in the defenders uh, so that they could all be uh, I thought they so could, they could all I suck thought, together. I thought Iron Fist got two seasons. 
did it? I, I'm pretty sure it did because I remember being like, if it did, I was not. Ever seeing the ratings season. being like, wait, what? Anyways, um, they're like, you'll cancel other shows for nothing, yeah, and you will bring back this hot garbage. Anyways, uh, yeah, Daredevil. I, I would love to see them up against each other, but my, I got vote for my boy. I just do. I feel like they're with you know without. I'm not trying. You know, not no pun intended. Like actual blind spots that like. Yeah, Brad just wouldn't have, and no, and it's Trinity. Trinity, the sorry, sorry, that Trinity wouldn't have that. That um, Daredevil would be really like adept with. Yes, yeah, um, I'd be curious about that because of how, because of how um, Trinity's fighting style like is manipulating the Matrix, right? So it's you know the um, slow motion like freeze frame with the spin around camera. Like there are certain yeah. like rules that are bent within the rules that we know of the the physical world that. Would Daredevil adapt to those right away? Yeah. Would he not? Would he have his ass handed to him a little, like, into this fight a little bit more before he did? Like, yeah. It, I mean, if we're of the all these matchups and we're actually watching these fights, like, happen, like, Deadliest Warrior style, that's the one I'm looking forward to the, the actual most. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm going to give the edge to Trinity because of the matrix manipulation not to say that she's more skilled a fighter but she ha- she might have a bit of a strategical advantage because of the yeah manipulation of the environment but mm, that's the that's the best i've got in terms of like trying to pick one over the other it's actually a lot closer than an, uh than i thought about it before mm. before drawing up this this matchup john <laughs> Trinity and Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil. All right, Daredevil moves on. Uh, I didn't, oh, yeah. you didn't know you were just saying the names. Have you chosen? No. Yeah, Daredevil. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know what it is. Trinity never really did anything for me. In anything. It's not a popularity contest, but maybe it is. <laughs> All right. So going back to <laughs> we have LT Lawrence Taylor, mortal yes. human, yes. Uh, versus the Real Bride. Life. Yep. Real life superhero 10 time pro bowl um invitee eight time all pro winner two time super bowl champ again 1986 not trained MVP. by Pi so i'm giving trained it to the bride in the arts of the ncaa <laughs> oh really and bill parcells and bill belichick revenge ha- samurai sword okay uh, the bride <laughs> Some 1980s, would argue that 1980s Hall of Fame all so 1980s team. 1981 AP Defensive Player of the Year. 1981 AP Defensive Rookie of the Year. 1982 AP Defensive Player of the Year. 1986 AP Defensive Player of the Year. 1986 Burt Bell Award winner. I just don't know what that is. 1,000%. But that's a big enough quality. Unless he's throwing trophies so, at her. And even then. If you want to consider seasons as sequels, he played from 1981 <laughs> to 1993. <laughs> I right? don't. And we're talking episodic seasons. So we're talking 18 game seasons. Games. So yeah. this is 18 She killed more episodes. than 18 people in one scene. <laughs> Listen. Lawrence, have you, go look up Lawrence Taylor, Joe Theismann. All right. Yeah. You want to talk about breaking bones? Oh my god. I don't, you know, I don't I don't like to play this card. Except you very much do. 
No, but because you just want to put bodies on bodies, I'm again. Let me reiterate: 142 sacks. Oh my god! And Joe Theismann. Okay, Theismann is that Theismann, former Toronto Argonaut. Broadway Joe. I just, I, I just want to take a moment (laughs) to really applaud John for. Finding any and all reasons to bring LT in the conversation. Yeah, it is a skill. I, I don't know what I'm gonna have to do for you for you to meet this man, but like I, I don't know what it's gonna have to. You just, I feel like, I feel like there's promise just me you'll film it when it happens. So many, of course, film everything. Um, the, I just really, I think it's so commendable that you ride or die for LT. Get ready. Thing. Your I twins are going to be named right. Lawrence and Taylor. Absolutely not. <laughs> Get ready. Let's just stay focused on this. <laughs> Although You're... those are really cute names, though. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> Lawrence and Taylor also sounds like a, uh, uh, like a, like a. An respect the man. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about naming your firstborn twins after him. How much more respect do you want? <laughs> Does it get more respectful? Focus on this. Do we have to have him tattoo focus his on face on you? I was like, focus on the man at hand. Yeah, we'll get him to tattoo his face on you. More respect. I'm still voting for the bride. <laughs> Lord, just a little stick figure and like science LT. <laughs> yes. Um, I I love this. I love this. I love that you really are just full tilt. The full fullest. tilt for this man. He um, created a. If you want to oh put God. it in, entertainment, <laughs> he created a genre. He created a role. He created an industry. <laughs> pass pressure. Oh my God! He created an industry. <laughs> he created an industry for coaches. To this man can live do no wrong for you, man. To to live off this whole entire untouchable. He cut three, a car four, and four, movie. Three four defense. <laughs> this man not only paid all of John's bills and cured <laughs> cancer. <laughs> He did not cure cancer. No. That you that's know of. He is also. That's he, a lie. He, may have cured, he may have cured one type that's of cancer. You don't know. Is no. it a lie? lie? Yeah, he might have tackled it out. You don't know. No. Uh, can you imagine? <laughs> Sorry. I have so many visuals of him in like a sick ward. Like, <gasps> he might have tackled the cancer out of somebody before. Just one, out of, one, one yeah. after the other, like domino effect. She's like, next, yeah. next. I'm like, who's here for the LT bruising? Like, it's going to be. <laughs> uh, While this treatment is controversial and painful. <laughs> Also, <laughs> also, also like, started in a movie. Experimental treatment. Also I started, didn't realize I was getting my world rocked. Also started another movie with another super um, star icon, Rick Moranis. Yeah, we've discussed Little Giants. I know. I'm just. It was again. the time. Just he as was a reminder. In, it, it was the time he was in the bracket twice. You want to talk about three Rick times? I want to say. <laughs> this true. is the orbit. In an eight spot Taylor. bracket, LT was in three times. Yes, he was. This is the was. orbit that he's in. That's all I'm saying. Uh huh. So, Antonio, I Bam Bigelow, Rick Moranis. <coughs> he didn't fight Rick Moranis. <coughs> I just just for the um, sheer nonsense. This is fun, but I'm gonna have to give it to the bride for this one, just because she's real quick with it, and she's gonna be out here slashing backs of knees and like all sorts of stuff, and he's not gonna be any good. To himself or anybody else, unfortunately. And not because of no his hamstrings age. Or Achilles. Not because of his age, but because injuries. Some serious injuries. I'm sure, you know, she would bear hug him after the fact while he slowly dies. But, like, you know, that'd be, 
It was a super nice moment, you know, as she's putting some respect on his name as he perishes. Um, you know, it could be the Red Viper sort of situation. Like, yeah, she cuts him down and she's gloating and it's great, but then she dies anyway. So, I don't know. Could be. Also, how did none of the Cleganes get it? It's only eight spots. That's how. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on. Want to see how it is? Great. No, it's not. That's not how this works. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> two to one. You don't get three votes. As we... <laughs> so moving on we've got uh, the inevitable pairing of the punisher versus daredevil and you know push up your glasses nerds because uh <laughs> this discussion happens a lot <coughs> when they do fight each other but so because it's whatever i won't get into the the nuance too deeply i won't get into the logistics it's a pretty fair fight I'll still give the advantage to Daredevil as much as I like the Punisher, and I do. I love an anti-hero. But for Daredevil to be what he's capable of being is mm-hmm. way more admirable, way more impressive to me. Like, the Punisher is a dude with a beef. <laughs> like, Daredevil's... Daredevil didn't choose this life, it chose him. Yeah. And that's... That's where he gets the edge for me. Yeah. Well, you said it for me. That's that's really what it is. Like, he really embodies, even if he was a villain, he would still embody both better for me, hero or villain. Um, I get more of a well-rounded sort of vibe from that, but also just not only is he, like, easy to root for, but I he's out here just, like, kicking ass and taking names. Like Yeah. It's, the, it's the idea of, like, he felt compelled to do this because his his working life as a lawyer doesn't do enough to exact to justice. Yeah. What? <laughs> Give yeah. it to him. Instead of <laughs> like this this is basically his pro bono work. Yeah. Like other lawyers out here doing, you know, making lawyer money and doing things and not able to do um charitable work on the side because like they literally just do not have time. So what better way to do it than to, you know, Put on a disguise and be a vigilante. Go hand people's asses to them, you know. Love it. Yeah. Also, shout out to Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk because, goddamn, that <laughs> man can act. Yes, he can. So for the title, it is between the Bride and Daredevil. <sighs> Woo! I still have to kind of give it to the daredevil. I don't I, know. That's where my, I don't think she's capable of that kind of defense. She's all that hallway the- fight for those who haven't watched the series, <laughs> the hallway fight season one <laughs> daredevil. Incredible. That's all you need. Incredible. All you need. Untouchable. And you don't want to respect Lawrence Taylor's first. No, that's steps. not, that's not no. what this doesn't is. Make any sense. That's not what I this mean, is. This guy kept people up at night. That's not what this We're is. We're talking about real life fear. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> like, that is not what this we is. tried to send you the memo. You don't want to read it. <laughs> so, as much as I voted for the bride all the way through, I'm gonna give it to the daredevil. Yeah, that's my that's my vote too. That's our winner. <laughs> I'm sure John has something to say about I'm it. I'm actually very surprised by this outcome. I'm impressed. Daredevil wins. I'm very pleased. In our characters slash heroes with no powers in a fight. In this fight in particular, absolutely. <laughs> I give it to him. 
Yay. I see nothing wrong with this. John is <laughs> writing a note. <laughs> Send it to the complaints department, John. <laughs> Send it to the He's been wronged department. yet again. Except robbed. We, robbed. We let even. him have LT. And he advanced just because you love him. So. John <laughs> said, we out. Yeah, bye, John. So uh, <laughs> that's it for us. If you agree or disagree, let us know. Uh, but until then, stew in it. And uh, catch us next time. <laughs> Ta-ta. You have reached the end of the line. Please exit the train cars to your right. Please follow the ushers if you want to reach us on Twitter at NotThatSorryPod, on Instagram at NotThatSorryPodcast. For those of you who hop the turnstile before the ticket collector can come collecting, please leave us a review and have a good day and a safe journey.